Hello, friends. Welcome to Daily Conversations, the podcast of all things relationship-based. We are your hosts, Crystal and Demetrius Daly. We are young adult pastors and certified in marriage and family development. You email us your relationship and marital questions, and we will address them online and give you counsel on how to overcome them. We look forward to hearing from you, and we can't wait to help you live your best lives. Hey guys, welcome back to Daily Conversations. My name is Crystal. And I'm Demetrius. Yes, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about money, but before we jump into that topic, we want to let you know that you can write into us if you need any relationship advice, please send us an email to daily, D-A-I-L-E-Y, conversations at gmail.com. That's our last name, daily conversations at gmail.com. Let's jump into this, babe. What are we going to talk about today with this money issue? Well, you know what we're going to talk about? Finances in a relationship um, and how it can either make a relationship or break a relationship. That is so true. That is so true. But with money comes trust. So I think that's a big factor when we talk about money. And a lot of people don't relate the two together, but they really go hand in hand. (laughs) Right, right. To me, if you can't trust your spouse or your significant other with money, it can cause a lot of problems as far as um, intimacy. It can cause um, uh, problems whether you could whether you could buy a house or a car or just simple things. Right. That's true. And and the thing is, is that I don't think the trust part comes into play a lot when people think about it, but I'm a big advocate. I say this to everyone that will listen. If you don't trust somebody, like I, I, I would say to definitely rethink marriage or rethink being in a relationship with that person, because if you cannot share everything with this person or if they have a red flag, then I don't know. Like, I understand the fact that, you know, some people, you know, they're not just as careful with money as maybe the spouse is, but I feel like your mate, especially at this day and age, should be responsible enough not to like blow the whole paycheck on whatever when your bills are not paid. So what do you think about that, babe? Well, I think couples got to get their priorities in order first. Um, this is just my opinion. I believe in the principles of finances, financing, basically, um, meaning that your bills got to be paid first, um, depending on whether you, whether you have children or not. Your children got to be taken care of, um, but you most certainly got to pay your bills first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, even like when you're dating someone, the red flag to me comes into like, if you can't, when you feel like you got to hide stuff, let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Cause I know a lot of people that hide finances for one reason or another. My thing is like, why are you hiding it? And that's what I was talking about as, you know, if your bills aren't being paid, but you're getting things before those are due and you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, you'll always be, be catching play up. I, right. mean, I mean, not catching play up. You always be playing catch up right? <laughs> month after month. And that's that, that could be a serious issue. That's it's, it's the number one causes of breakups. The number one cause of divorces, the number one cause of arguments in a home. And if you have children, you don't want to see, you know, you don't want your children to see you guys going through that. Right. Uh, so just, you know, you have to get your, your money in order first. Now there's things with separate accounts, joint accounts, 
What do you, well, how, how do you feel about that? Well, personally, you know how we do, babe. I, I believe in one account for us that mm-hmm. works for some people. It doesn't. And again, it goes back to, there's a whole lot of underlying reasons why people don't have a joint checking account. But for us, we trust each other. I know that I trust you 100%. You trust me 100%. And um, my friend even asked, she was like, well, how you know things don't go left, you know? And I'm like, you know, first of all, well, I believe in our marriage, but God forbid if things went left, I know at the end of the day that you are such an honorable man that you would not like take me to the bank and take whatever you have, whatever we have and just leave me out to fend for myself that you would be one to be like, okay, well, it didn't work out. We're, you take your money, I take mine and we'll go our separate ways. Right. Actually, and I do the complete opposite. I actually have you set up. So if something, God forbid, were to happen to me, um, you'll be set up, you know, as far as expenses and paying for things. And I'm doing even more right now, looking into, you know, extending and, um, put more into like a life insurance policy. Right. People got, you know, money, it goes far more beyond than just receiving a paycheck. You got to look into the future, um, setting up your kids, setting up, you know, make sure your spouse is taken care of. And those things takes, you know, it takes some discipline to set that money aside and not spend it on materialistic things because our eye sees things in this world today and we want it and we want to go out and spend it. But you got to be really disciplined to hold back and say, you know what, Let let me put this to the side. You know, let, let, let me let me save for a rainy day. Yeah. Especially if you're a homeowner or even if you're renting, something it, may go bad. Expenses. Right. Your car. I, you know, I know so many people who can't get their cars fixed because they don't have the money to do it. So they're yeah. riding around with ball tires that could, you know, cause accidents. Right. Um, you know, it's a whole list of things that you just get, you can get in trouble with if your finances aren't in order. Yeah. And, you know, we both have stuff set up. So, you know, for each other. But. I just want to um, have a transparent moment and just have the viewers to think about the trust part. I really want to just kind of focus in on that for a second mm-hmm. um, so that someone can get the clear picture of what I mean when I say that. So I was previously married and in that relationship, I didn't trust my ex-husband as far as I could throw him. I mean, he didn't have our, the bank account a number, my PIN number, nothing. I had no trust in him. And it was really because of how I seen him handle money. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is like I married him anyway, you know? So it's like, why would you marry someone knowing that you, they would put other, like they would put you in a bad situation financially because they're just not responsible enough to be like, that adult and handle their business and handle their bills. Like, so I feel like if you have to hide money from someone because of that, you probably don't need to be with them. Right. Right. It's not a good situation to be in. Right. And I think a lot of people, they don't look at it that way. And I ask people all the time when they was like, Oh, I got a little hidden stack. Why, why is it hidden? Do you think that this person is going to take you for everything you got? Do you think this person is going to spend your money? Why would you marry someone like that? So for all of those people out there, I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to have a separate account. Listen, whatever floats your boat, I'm not the account police, but I'm just, 
I'm just saying, think about why, like what's the why you feel the way that you do. And I, I just encourage you just to think about that and examine yourself in a situation before you make a long-term decision. Right now, if you are in a situation like that, where you can't trust the other person with your money, we're not saying to go ahead and just, you know, get a joint account and things are going to magically change. No. If you can't trust that person right now, yeah, you continue your separate account, but show that person how right. to handle the account. There's tons of um, courses and stuff to go to. Actually, before before me and my wife got married, um, before we even moved in with each other, um, we found a course on, on how to save money and how to budget. And we went to that course. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and it helped. There was some things, you know, about the course that we didn't know. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this is pretty good. And the number one thing he talked about was discipline. He was talking about writing this stuff down. And us as couples, a lot of times we don't write things down. My wife, she keeps a, um, a, a, a strict budget. budget. Book. Yeah. A budget book. You can have it. You can do it on your computer. But uh, I remember being single and not writing things down, but had it in my head where I could budget it. And I was good at it. But when things got a little bit more complicated and we got together and there were more bills, there were yeah, more you things. Yeah, got to see it physically. And there was no more, you know, just going out and buying whatever I wanted to buy. Now we got a mortgage. Now we got two kids in college. We got to budget this money out yeah. now. If you weren't able to trust me with that money, if I was just going out with splurging, there would be a big problem. Yeah. Because when things become due and you get those, nobody likes to receive uh, a, um, any calls or late pay, uh, 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 late due payments in the mail. So, Nobody likes to see that. So would you, do you think that the, the, the state that we've met in, like the, the age, the age, cause we've met when we were like, what, 39? 39. Yeah. Do you think that you would have married me if I was like irresponsible with money? Like how, how do you, how would you have handled <laughs> that? I'm curious. <laughs> I can't say that I wouldn't marry you, but it would have been definitely uh, a concern of mine. It would have been a hesitant move on mine. Maybe like we, ha- we would have to wait in order and get this, you know, in order first. Me as a guy, I'm a little bit different from your average guy. You know, I look at those things first. I don't look at like outward beauty and all that stuff. I look at the inward person. I look at mm-hmm. their financial st- stability. I look at how they, you know, their temper. I look at um, if they're responsible. Now, I'm not being nitpicky. You ain't got to be driving a Mercedes Benz or nothing like that, but you know, if you got your finances in order, it just makes my life a whole lot easier. Yeah. If, if I was somebody who didn't care, then I'd probably end up with somebody who really didn't care about their finances too much. Yeah. And we see couples out there like that who are struggling, you know, and it's not too late to just, you know, to now we're not perfect. You know, um, we're not the perfect uh, financial couple. I got everything in order, but. You know, we got some principles that we stick by and it helps us. We've never had a had a a, a, um, shut off notice or anything like that since we've been married. Um, So, yeah, I kind of think that 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 stuff is pretty important. But, you know, I just for me, I think that at the stage that we met, I don't know if I would have (laughs) got I was trying to think. I'm like, ooh, what I don't know. Like. You know, um, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Well, that's I'm not that's too quite to, sure if I would have married because I I wanted to be financially secure and I right. was financial. That's the that's thing. I was ready I'm to financially say. secure. Like, how can I have these things? I work full time, mm-hmm. have my own place, got my car, and then you're you're not at least. I'm not saying you had to have the exact same 
amount as me or whatever, but we have the same goals in mind. We have the same mindset of what we're working towards. Right. And I think that was the key. And that's like really important. Like what, what are you working towards? Like if you're, if your mindset, like if you probably didn't have like the income that maybe I would have thought you probably would have had, but you had the mindset to save and you was responsible with money. Yeah. Because you can always do things to increase your income. Right. right? But if you was just like blowing it, like as soon as it came, like, listen, I'm just, I'm just buying stuff. I'm buying clothes. I'm buying shoes. I'm buying this. I'm I'm like, no, sir. Right. Absolutely not. Right. Now I have a word of advice. Oh, Lord. A couple. No, for real. Oh, Lord. Never argue over money. Oh, that's a good one. Never argue over money. When was the last time you argued over money? I don't think we ever had. We have never argued over money. That's crazy. Money. We never did. Even when things were, like, say, for instance, you know, we had a lot of um, emergency situations that came up where we didn't necessarily have funds for that emergency. Well, we had the money, but we didn't have funds for that emergency and right. we didn't get stressed out about it we just you know what we got to put our resources together and we got it done yeah. but we never ever argued about it and i think that keeps us um together keep us keep us as, as best friends and keeps our love life up yeah we never you know? that is so funny that you mentioned that right and and that's one and one good thing about that what helps us not to argue over money is that we stay in the word yeah um, we do and you know my wife she loves to give I love to give, but my wife, she really loves to give. I'm definitely a giver. And you know what? It come, it's to a point now where she don't have to tell me, you know, how much she gave or who she gave to. I trust her that much to give because I know God's going to bless us in that giving. Yeah. You know, so when she does give, I know she's giving because, you know, God spoke to her heart to give. You right. Know? Um, she's not a spender. She, no, she'll spend I'm on so cheap. We're bo- and we're both like that. And I'm not I'm telling everybody cheapskate. to be like us because <laughs> no. everybody's different. People are different. People like this. Some people like to spend, but I yeah. am like I'm, ridiculously cheap sometimes. I feel me like. Me too. I would rather spend all my money on you <laughs> before. I, guys, I would need underwear and I wouldn't get them for myself. Oh. I, I'll actually buy her something and then she'll go out and buy me the underwear. That's how much like, I don't spend on myself, but everybody's not like me. You know, um, yeah, I definitely don't. I don't spend on myself either. It's hard. I remember one time I was shopping out with Felice uh-huh. and we were at like, I forget, I think we're like Banana Republic or something. And it was a beautiful sweater. And I think the sweater was like $34. I would not buy that sweater. And she was looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> she was like, are you serious? Like, it, you have a whole good job. Like it's $34, Crystal. You're not going to like break the bank if you buy it. But I could not bring myself to buy this sweater for myself. But I am really that frugal. But when it comes to giving, I'm definitely a giver. And I believe in, you know, because some people be like, oh, so, 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 so. But, you know, you we forget the part of sowing into good ground. Right. You know, we got to be careful about where our finances are going because, you know, the Bible says, you know, we can't reap the harvest if we're sowing into good ground. I mean, if we're sowing into bad ground, we can't reap the harvest. So we got to make sure that the ground is fertile, you know, that is good soil that we've, that we're sowing into in order to reap that harvest that God has given to us. Absolutely. You got to have some discernment. 
Right. Kids can't be sewn into any anybody. Right. Like Joe Schmoch ministry. Right, right. I was just listening the other day to someone was talking about, you know, those, those panhandlers on the street and the guys you see, yeah. you know, they're begging for money. And, you I, know, this well, is an inside joke that we probably both laugh <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not going to tell that joke. I promise I'm not going to tell that joke. Okay, go ahead. But the, the lady I was, I can't remember the lady's name, but she, she made a good point. And I, this is what I do. I do the exact same thing. So I knew where she was coming from. And she said, you know how God requires us to be a giver and to, to love people and give. Yeah. Now, if you don't, if they're begging for money and you don't give to them, does that mean that you don't love them? No, no. It means that you're out. Like I'd be like, I already gave to them. Right. You know, and they and, have to be responsible. Right. They're just blowing their money. They're, Cause right. we know we've seen one panhandler. You've given them money in the past. I've given them money in the past until I seen him at the liquor store just shoveling down a whole bottle of vodka. I was right. like, is he getting That's me? why I said, Paul would not get my money anymore. Right. Paul would get a can of tuna fish next time I see him. Right. <laughs> you because know what I'm saying? It's just like in and out. And I'm like, I work hard for my coin. Right. <laughs> exactly. And But going back to trust, babe, imagine that same scenario. You're walking into a store, right? And you got this spouse who you can't trust with money because they blow it. And you've been blowing your money and you're walking to the store and God puts on your heart, give to that person, but you don't have a dollar to give them because you haven't been good stewards over your finances. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That is Not tough. only now you're dealing with the pressure of like, dang, you know, I can't even give to this person that I want to. And it, but and then you got the same Then you got another situation at home where you, you don't even, you're going to be mad at your spouse for spending all the money. Right. So yeah, that's, that, it's just, it's just, it's just a, a tough circle. scenario all around. So we just encourage you guys to, you know, be smart, be wise, be prayerful when you're thinking about, right. you know, your money, your spouse, um, who you're spending your life with and where you see yourself going. Just have some core values in mind and be definitely on one accord, one accord. when doing so. So we're about to wrap it up. Don't forget, if you need some advice, please send in your emails to us. We want to hear all types of things. I mean, listen, nothing's too far-fetched for us. If you have like a tough situation where, you know, somebody's dealing with somebody else and you're dating them and you don't know what to do, write into us. We want to hear what you have to say. We will keep you anonymous and um, we will read your email online and give you advice. So send in those emails to dailyconversations at gmail.com. The description's in the uh, description box. But thank you guys again for listening in. Stay tuned for our next podcast where we are talking about um, some about great, that. great things coming up. So please keep us in, uh, in your head and make sure you subscribe to us to hear what's coming up next. Amen. Until then, guys. Peace out. Peace out. Check you out.